Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to <laughs> How Do You Feel? We have just recorded for 15 minutes and it wasn't working. <laughs> How do you feel, Emily? Emily is my guest, by the way. I'm introducing her to you for the second time, um, but it's the first time for you. I feel, um, well, the first time around was probably way funnier, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit gutted for you guys that you didn't get to hear the 15 minutes gone. But, like, I had a nice time. Yeah. We, got <laughs> we had a really good chat and a good yeah, catch-up. For sure. <laughs> I met Emily in the woods, playing in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which literally is the perfect way to sum me up, really. Yeah. Just an absolute rat bag living in the woods. No, so we, we did meet at the woods riding bikes. Um, and the first time I met you, within 30 seconds, had the most deepest chat like yeah. I pretty much just told you everything complete like, heart to heart about yeah. our lives and, yeah. and and about our struggles with anxiety and depression and our mental health we got straight into the nitty gritty right yeah. into it yeah it was actually really amazing yeah people kept trying to interrupt us as well and I was like can you stop yeah, we're, having we're having a good a... chat here yeah. <laughs> this is quite deep <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, they're they're all there riding on their bikes, digging in the dirt, and we're there after meeting each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, like, man, have you ever had it when this happens? You're like, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, but I think that's a really beautiful thing to have when you meet someone that you know straight away on a level that you just get stuff like, yeah. and you know how to discuss it as well. You know, I think we've both been through the mill of it as well, and I think we're quite good at. We were both quite good, I think, at like approaching the subject and talking about it without like sometimes talking to people about anxiety that maybe have it that haven't had therapy or stuff like I think I could just tell that you'd been through like some yeah. similar stuff and yeah. you knew like right away and you were like yeah yeah like yeah it just felt very similar I feel like I'm rambling now <laughs> <laughs> no you're not I think like it really is like when you've got that common connection and you can talk to someone and we were so both so open about it yeah just talking right about the nitty-gritty of our experiences with therapy with antidepressants with yeah uh, so many different things that we've experienced and just knowing immediately oh yeah you know exactly what I'm yeah. what I mean because often there are lots of people who struggle with those different aspects but they just don't know how to talk about it because it is such a taboo subject for a lot of people yeah and I find it difficult to approach it with other people who don't know how to talk about it yeah I guess after you go through it for so many years and you have therapy and you go through all these conversations with physicians and people your GP and this and everyone actually really you become quite good at discussing it. I yeah. think especially being in therapy for the amount of time that I've been in, um, I have learned how to speak about it with other people. Yeah. And being quite lucky with having other friends that also have, um, you know, work in positions that are, you know, mental health roles and stuff like that. They've always kind of like, you know, if I've gotten angry about something or triggered on something, they're like, oh, but, you know, you could see it in this way. And like over the years, I think now... You know, it makes a lot more sense and it's a lot, 
yeah, I'm, I, I'm not worried about talking about it. I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing to talk about it. Yeah, and it's cool when you meet someone else. Like, cool, maybe I don't know if that's the right word, but like, well, I think it's so that. cool when you meet someone else that's damaged. <laughs> <laughs> damaged like, goods. <laughs> yeah, but you're able to just go, oh man, yeah, like, yeah, I get that too. Do you ever just want to stay in bed all day and never leave? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Like, well, that's what we were, we were talking about that like, just before yeah. and I was explaining how a couple of weeks ago I was like for two weeks just completely numb and didn't want to get out of bed and had things that I needed to do and like I was going to come and meet you and my car broke down and we were going like that would have probably helped me get out yeah. of my funk like to go biking but I just like I ended up just being in bed all weekend and my boyfriend got me out and he was like, just, I'm going to be tough love and you're going to go biking. And I, like you said something really interesting about how like that connection, when I went biking, I did feel better. I was outside, I was breathing fresh air and it was amazing, but there was still, I was still feeling numb. And it's like that lack of connection between those, like your synapses, yeah. like that it's like, you know that what you're at, the activity that you're doing right now should make you feel amazing, but you're just not, you it's not connecting. Yeah, or making that spark. Yeah, it's really strange. It and and I've had those those like bed days and and I've in the past like not understood it and I remember being so angry at myself for staying in and just hiding away because I didn't understand it. Yeah. And for years and years, like, I remember there was, like, huge periods of times where, like, weeks on end that I'd be doing it and not understanding it and being, oh, you're just tired, you're just tired. And now I'm like, holy shit, like, you're tired, but it's not because you're physically tired and that's okay. You're emotionally drained. Yeah. And you need this. Your body's telling you that you need it and you're going to take it. Yeah. And, and that's exactly, like... Like, understanding it now, like, I'm not hard on myself, but for so long I was, and I'd be sitting there the same as you, it'd be sunny outside, and I'm like, Em, it's like summer, why are you in bed? Yeah. You've got the lights drawn, like, what's going on? And I would make all these excuses, like, oh, well, you know, it's just been a hard day at work, I guess, like, you yeah. know, like, it's a, you're just, obviously, you're, you're exhausted. And I'd always put it down to something physical, I never made that, like, emotional connection, and I don't do well with spending like heaps of time with people and I also don't really do well with like being on my own on my own for really long periods of time yeah and there seems to be this little sweet spot in between that's perfect for me and I know exactly how to hit on that now but like you know if I spend like a lot of time with a certain amount you know with lots of people I know I'm going to be emotionally drained and I know that I'm maybe going to need a bit of a bed day to make up for the fact that like fucking exhausted yeah you know and that's okay yeah like, that's fine in the same way that you rest your body like if i need to just sit inside and watch the same episode of brooklyn 99 over <laughs> and over again by myself like to just recover that so that the next day i'm oh, i'm good right there's people let's go do that you know yeah that's fine it's absolutely fine it's yeah. okay to feel that way yeah in your ways in your sweet spot what what do you do is that the, the time that you take yourself go surfing and my sweet spot now is you see it's funny because i thought that i liked my own space and i do i love yeah. it like you can leave me on my own for like 
you know, two weeks all inclusive holiday in Egypt, and I will have <laughs> the best time in Egypt. Yeah, <laughs> especially or anyway, really, like I, I would make Afghanistan fun. You yeah, know? Like, I would work out on my own how I would how I would have a good time, and I love routine. Like I know that I'm someone that needs routine. But when it goes too, like, I can take that too far sometimes. Yeah. And what I've noticed is that the busier that I've kept myself doing all the activities with my whole friendship group that, you know, we're digging, we're building jumps, we're riding, I'm skateboarding, I'm surfing, I'm snowboarding, um, whatever it is, just trying to kill myself in any way that I can. Like, <laughs> you know, like jumping off of jumps and learning stuff that's potentially going to break many bones that makes me the happiest and yeah. my sweet spot is spending most of the time doing that yeah and then i try to keep like a couple days where i'm able to just do that like, like i don't even do that much like actually like i want to sit there and say i organize but really i'm not organized yeah. at all like <laughs> i want to be like yeah like look at my room it's a mess like obviously i'm not that organized i don't even think it's that i think i just need that aloneness yeah of in my head organizing and going okay so you have to go back into work on tuesday like you're gonna do this like blah blah blah. just make sure you've at least i don't know like got some clean clothes to wear you know yeah it's like making that mental checklist of these are things that i can that i can do to to make it make me feel better when i'm sure and i think it only needs to be one really like one or two days not even full days of just like a bit of aloneness in the midst of that carnage is the perfect sweet spot. Yeah, it's, if it's carnage all the time. <laughs> yeah. I am so horrible to be around. Like I'm like <laughs> a hangry, tired mess. It's like, I need to wash my hair. I need to do this. And people are like, Em, is this cool, man? Calm down. I'm like, it's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> and then if I'm completely alone all the time, then like, well, I'll enjoy that too much and I just won't leave the house at all. So like, yeah. there needs to be this like real little perfect and it's taken years to work that out. It's taken years and it has to be with the right people. Yeah. It, it uh, I have to be with loose cannons yeah. that just don't mind that I want to do stupid stuff that, you know, like that will accept the fact that, you know, I'm going to drive erratically sometimes and they're okay with that you know and I'm gonna want to climb stuff and throw things around and like out of nowhere we're just gonna start playing frisbee and then it's gonna get too heavy-handed we're gonna be thrown at each other you know like like friends that are gonna just be super accepting of that yeah and just want to have a really good time all the time yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but I'm lucky to have that I think it took a long time to find to find my group especially like as we said like outside of london people don't necessarily indulge in that kind of lifestyle like living around the world like i had that in skateboarding and snowboarding in london and skateboarding there and when i lived in australia like the surf crew were all very much yeah. like about that lifestyle and you know having parties and getting a few bevies in lighting a fire like having road trips and exploring like that was everything but it was so hard to find that here yeah and now i have that i'm never letting that go yeah that's 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 where i need to be and that is 100 percent my happiest and i never feel like i'm missing out actually i feel like the rest of the world is because they're not with us yeah you know like they're not around the bonfire they're yeah. not like building jumps they're not like going somewhere trying to do a crazy and it trick makes, it makes you realize that like 
when I wasn't with any of that, I'd spend more time on my phone. Yeah. Like, I would care about things that I just no longer care about. Like, when I'm with them, I, I'm not on my phone. Yeah. Ever, you know? Like, there is no FOMO. There's no comparison. There's no any of that all of that negative energy is just gone because the best time is where we're at yeah <laughs> come and join us <laughs> we the best time <laughs> but that's honestly how i feel and i think yeah it's just a really beautiful balance and they have the same thing you know like they'll spend their days working we're not all completely unemployed people that just stand in the mud all day like obviously we all have jobs but it's like that priority of like fun yeah it's as high up on the list as theirs as it is as mine yeah and that's how it works you know yeah. every bit of free time that we have we have it together doing stuff that you know is just in my opinion the best time ever yeah to have fun and to achieve those great things and that... just like take the mick out of each other and just you know like build stuff create things like it is creativity the whole time you're using yeah. your creative part of your mind you're th you're thinking how am i gonna how am i gonna build that so that i can get over it in this way and like yeah. you know it's it's amazing i love to see how people can use and like mold you're it's literally because you're using the mud to mold Things, yeah, well, it's you? not even mud over there. It's this chalk. It's chalk. Really oh. <laughs> so you have to literally mine it. Yeah. yeah. But it's cool. But even get like, some pickaxes out for sure. But it, oh my god, yeah. But yeah. it's not even just like the building of the jumps. It's like the landscape and the boys have put so much work into the plants and how you know we've got um, we've got dartboard, we've got a ping pong table, we've got basketball court, we've yeah. got a skate rank, we've all of this stuff. It's like if you seen um like Peter Pan like Hook yeah the Lost Boys yeah yeah that's it it's like where they're in like that where they're in like the their little jungle spot with like all the canopies and stuff with the um the tree houses like that is it yeah honestly and I say this every time I feel like I'm with the Lost Boys yeah and I'm like Wendy cooking dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not, I don't want to have that funny old, I don't want to go back to, like, the square life. Sorry, I don't want to use the word square, but, like, the, that life what that you are, What people to... think you are supposed to do, be get, yeah. get married, have kids, buy a house. Yeah. And, yeah. And I appreciate, like, yeah, I'm getting older, and I think it's hilarious that, like, you know, I'm going to be 30 in, like, a few weeks' time, and I'm still just going home every day covered in mud <laughs> um, which is just hilarious to me yeah, yeah it's amazing yeah in your days where you're like doing the kind of organizing in your head are you in silence what do you feel about silence absolute silence yeah, yeah. i like writing stuff down big big fan of writing i don't always look back at it but i like writing stuff down and like it is it's utter silence like when i come home from work I just never want to speak to anyone. I kind of want to just like sit. And my parents must absolutely hate it. They're coming in like, how's your day? And I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and I need to come in and I need to like think about, it's not even just like, sometimes I just think about what's happened in the day and like things that will maybe make me more anxious. Like not like certain conversations that have been, you know, haven't gone the way I've wanted them to go or something at work's happened that, you know, isn't great. Like, I need to sometimes just sit and have a think about that 
get that worrying and, and get it out of my system and go oh my god and like oh. yeah and then and then it's like okay so what what do i need to i can at least make the bed that's a good solid start <laughs> um maybe food prep like my food shop like all right em's at least make sure you've got some food and you're good yeah. at that so do some cooking that's great and you know what do i is there anything in my shopping list i need to buy like is there anything in it and then i'll do that but it is a very much like sit inside i don't need anyone around for that yeah in fact, i wouldn't want anyone around yeah. for that. which i think in relationships has always been quite difficult yeah when you're with someone all the time like I very much need silence by myself to just just have a little while think. I don't even think I can think when I'm with people. Yeah, I have that a lot, actually. And it's something that Tommy and I really differ in because he has to be doing something constantly. He has to have music on all the time. He has to have something playing, a podcast, a, something on YouTube, like he has something has to be going on yeah and i love driving in silence like i will drive for a three-hour drive in silence and just think and like talk to myself about what i need to do and like like you said kind of plan out oh you need to have clean clothes or whatever mm. um and like for me i'll be that's the time that i like to use to plan what i'm gonna do for my business and yeah for sure and like those different things because when I'm at nursery it's like noise 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 all the time screaming kids you know I don't have the time to think about anything else I can't because I'm looking after everyone having a great time with the with the kids in the sand pit digging all day yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love my job because I'm digging all day in the sand pit um but Tommy can't do that he his worst nightmare is driving somewhere and not having his phone charged to or not having a cd in the car to put in his cd player because he doesn't have like he'll put radio 4 on or the or something yeah so that something's chatting in the background because he can't it's so funny isn't it i've i've tried to think whilst i'm next to people and it goes terribly wrong every time <laughs> because i'll be in silence and it's usually in the car i'll be like out looking into the distance and then, like, automatically someone will think that something's wrong. Yeah. What's wrong? Why are you so quiet? And I'm like, I don't I don't actually like talking in the car. When I'm driving, I like to just sit and think. Like, if I'm a passenger, I'd like to just have a little little think. Yeah. But wh- why? Yeah, but, like, I'm talking to you, you're not responding. And I'm like, oh, damn. Sorry. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I was in my own world. <laughs> I get pulled up on that all the time. Even, like, within the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, you know, someone will ask me a question and they'll literally go, oh, yeah, so what do you want to do for lunch? And like that's the, that's a big question for me. Like, <laughs> that's a big question for anyone. I and don't I'm get like, it. Okay, so and then I I won't respond. Yeah. Because I have this like I, the silence will come upon me and I'll enjoy that and I'll sit there and I'll think around and I'll be like, but I won't say it out loud like it's all in my head, you know. Mm. And they're like, do you know what? Don't worry about it then. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! Like, why are you getting mad? Like, I'm thinking, what? I'm thinking. And they're like, well, you just you just didn't even reply. Like, you're rude. And I'm like, no, dude. Like, I like I. I'm thinking in my own head and like I'm not ready to say the words that I want to say yet. Yeah. So, and I want to think really what I want to say before I say it, but it yeah. never comes across well. So 
I just don't really think that much around people anymore. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not going to do it, like, do it in the safety of my own room in silence. So I'm like, okay, what do you want for lunch? Good question. <laughs> and then you can sit there and think about it for an hour and yeah. nobody thinks you're being rude. And I'm not rude. hurting anyone's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, that's amazing. I actually find it really hard to think about what I'm going to have for lunch. If if Tommy asked me, I'll just be like, uh, something nice. <laughs> it's like when someone asks you a maths question and you're like, like it's really simple and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, and like you, you're like, oh, and there's so much pressure to answer it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. Uh, it is bizarre. <laughs> what kind of previous experience or when did you start to experience really big difficulties with your mental health so i think i didn't acknowledge it for a really long time yeah am i allowed to swear because i was about to say yeah, fucking yeah. then course, and then i was yeah. like i didn't experience it for a freakingly long time <laughs> freakingly <laughs> for a fucking long time mate yeah. and obviously there was something wrong yeah but i just didn't acknowledge it Okay, so I guess there's a bit that you need to know for me for it to make any sense. But I was living in London, and I I uh, I didn't really know what I was suffering with actually. Mm-hmm. But I was working with someone, and I had a job. I was at uni. I was working one job, and then I was at film school, and then I was asked to do some film work on this project. And when I worked it all out, they were like, look, we need you to work on these dates. The only days that you have free. And I remember thinking like, oh shit. And my first, my stomach dropped when I realized I didn't have any days off. And the normal person would go, oh, it's, you know, when am I going to sleep? When am I going to eat? And my fear, the first fear that I had was when am I going to find the time to date and to have sex? Yeah. And I thought consciously for the first time i was conscious that i thought that that was weird yeah to the point that i brought it out of my housemate now leading up until this there's so much more it's not just randomly out of nowhere she's gone when am i gonna find the time to date boys like okay (laughs) there's so much more to that but there was a lot of like erratic behavior like up until this point where you know tinder was a huge thing and i was dating all the time i was angry i don't know why i was angry yeah dates would never work out like it was it was such a confusing period of time and i finally brought it up with my housemate and she out of nowhere just kind of said do you think that maybe you should talk to someone about that and i was like what do you what do you mean yeah like what do you mean she's like well you know the fact that that's like your first thought like that that's like and it's obviously affecting you you're quite like up in arms about the whole thing like i was like i was genuinely like panicking yeah and i was like dude i can't just go to the gp and go yo uh mm, bit of an issue uh don't know when i'm gonna find time to date to date men like no one's gonna take that seriously yeah you know and i sat and i thought about it for a while and i thought well maybe maybe there is a problem Maybe that's an issue. And like at this point, uh, I was probably having sex with different random men like every other day. Yeah. And it was never the same one. Yeah. And I had this this thing where I needed to find 
the best looking and then I would be like you'll do for the evening and then I would never want to talk to them again yeah but it's not because I didn't want to talk to them again it's because I wanted them to hurt it's yeah. because I wanted them to feel like they couldn't attain me and yeah. I wanted to take something away but we were both willing participants which really in retrospect doesn't make any sense as to why I was doing it but so I thought about it and I was like okay I didn't go right away I thought about it a bit more and I remember like speaking to this woman at this um, clinic. I went for a screening, just like a sexual health screening. You know, gotta get chipped. Yeah. And um, we had a long chat about it there. And she, you know, brought it up and she was like, "Well, maybe you're, maybe you could be like suffering of like psychosexual issues." And I was like, "That sounds like some big words." Yeah. And I was like, "What are you want about?" And I, I thought about it some more. She's like, "You know, you can speak to us at any time. You can have counselling." And um. A lot, there's a lot that's led up to this. So, you know, there's a lot, a lot of nasty, dark stuff that led me to get to a point where I decided that I wanted to be the person that was in charge yeah. of having sex. Yeah. I wasn't ever in charge of having sex. Yeah. That was taken away from so many people from such a young age. Yeah. That I didn't do it. Yeah. And my retaliation, thinking that I was winning, was by having sex with as many people as yeah. possible if they were married even better if they were famous amazing yeah and it was like this tally you know that i was growing and getting bigger and it was uncontrollable and it was never satisfied yeah like it didn't matter who it was or what happened it was never ever satisfied and i started thinking about it more and more and i was like am i addicted like is this an addiction yeah because it feels like if i couldn't do it like I feel terrified. Yeah. And is that is that is that a thing? So I looked into it. And I still like I'm still sat there. Like and at this time, like like people didn't really talk about sex addiction or anything at all. Yeah. You know, they didn't even the thought of going to my GP and having this conversation was yeah. nuts. Yeah. The whole thing was just like I couldn't even comprehend it. But nuts I knew... in a way you weren't sure if you could do it or not in like, a way of I just, like I just do they think I'm gonna like are they, they gonna laugh take it at seriously. me? Yeah, I would have I genuinely thought I was gonna turn up and I was gonna say I don't even know what I was gonna say, but I just thought they'd be like, Alright. Yeah. Um Ah, uh, you're fine, like you can go. You know? I I Yeah. But I was so wound up and I'm like I'm laughing about it now, but at the time like this meant so much to me. And I finally booked him. I finally booked him to see the GP. And this day is like probably one of the most memorable days. Like it's a huge turning point, but it was the, the most scared I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Because I knew that something was so wrong and I was so terrified of what was wrong with me. I didn't, I didn't know what was wrong, but yeah. I knew something was wrong. And I knew that I was gonna go into this doctor's surgery and I was gonna sit down with whoever it was I was gonna see, and I would have 30 seconds to convince them that they needed to help me. Yeah. And if in that 30 seconds it didn't work, then I didn't think it ever would. Yeah. And that I would be stuck with however it was that I felt. Yeah. And that was and that that was the end of it. Yeah. And it's like I had to convince this person. I remember going into the doctor's surgery. I remember lying so that I could go to this where I lived in London when you live in a certain borough you can you only go to a doctor's surgery within your borough but I lied and said I lived in a different borough so I could go to a really nice one yeah and I remember sitting down at reception and I sat and I faced the door 
as this like escape route like I was looking to see as to where I could leave yeah and my heart rate even talking about it now like my heart it just like is gone through the roof because I it takes me back it reminds you of those feelings I couldn't breathe like I literally I was like I was looking at everyone and I'm sitting there thinking like right what are you gonna say what are you gonna say how are you gonna word it and I'm and I made this whole plan in my head, like even like days before I had, right, this is what you're going to say, this is how you're going to word it, like, just think about that. And I'm grabbing magazines and I'm like, oh, right, I can't breathe, I cannot breathe. And I'm grabbing magazines and I'm like, Emily, you need to calm your heart down because you're, you're going to explode in a minute. So just read this magazine. Yeah. And I remember like looking at the receptionist and being like, maybe... Like, I, I wanted to cry, and I was like, maybe you could just tell them that you can't do this. Or maybe when I go in, what I'll do is I'll lie and say I'm there for something else. Like, I can't do this, you know? Yeah. And I'm sat there, and I'm freaking out. And everyone, I'm looking around, and, like, no one knows I'm having this internal battle, which is, like, the most nuts thing. Yeah. And then, finally, my name gets read out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. <sighs> oh, my God. Psyching so I go, up. and I go in. And remember, I've got this planned speech, right? And I yeah. sit down and I'm like, all right, Ems, we're going to go through the speech. We're going <laughs> to say it. And I start to say words and nothing comes out the way I planned. Like, yeah. I can't. I'm hyperventilating. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, well, I spoke to this woman and uh, uh, and like, I, I just burst into tears. I can yeah. feel it come in. And I just like, just went. And I was just like, oh, my God, I fucked it. Yeah. You fucked it. You were meant to say this speech and you've just fucked it. And this woman's just kind of poor, like doctors just sort of sat there looking at me. And she did the best thing she could have done. And she turned around and she was like, okay, grabbed a box of tissues. She's like, breathe. It's all good. We're going to start with some really simple questions. Yeah. And I was like, okay. She's like, right. What do you do for work? And I was like, yeah, I can answer that. (laughs) I know what I do for work. And so we had that conversation. And she just broke the ice with that. And I think, yeah. you know, I, she got me to just, just chill for a second. She's like, we've got all the time, however long it takes. Because usually you go in and you're rushed out, right? Yeah. She's like, we've got all the time. Take your time that you need. And we went over a couple of things and she took it so seriously. Yeah. To the point that I was almost surprised. Yeah. She's like, this is, this is something that's really important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's not something that I can come to... You know, these are your options. Yeah. And I think we, you know, we, you've got medication, you've got therapy, but I would really like to have a discussion with all of the board members here, all yeah. of the people here, to work out what is going to be the best route for you. Yeah. And I was like, wow, no one's ever done that in the doctors before. No, that's amazing. And I walked out and honestly, dude, it was like, the I had this little prescription in my hand. Yeah. For this anti-anxiety medication, they gave it to me because it was going to cut my sex drive. Yeah. It wasn't because I knew I had anxiety at the time. Yeah. They gave it to me because they knew that it, the side effect was that it would reduce your sex drive. Yeah. And as I walked out of there, I remember unlocking my bike and just feeling like I had 10 kg taken off each shoulder. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like they listened. You yeah. Know? My little prescription and I was like, right, I'm going to go get these little pills yeah and I didn't really know where it was going to lead to after that like yeah. you know this was like almost like seven years ago yeah and since then there's been like lots of therapy and you know I have not got on with every therapist and you know misdiagnosis here like I actually don't even think I ever had a sex addiction really yeah like I don't 
I think it was me trying to crawl back power. Yeah. And that was the only way I knew how because it wasn't, I didn't acknowledge what happened and I didn't fix it. I didn't even try. So all I knew is that I wanted my power back in my sexuality because it was taken away. Yeah. And I thought by doing that to people and treating them like shit, that that's how I was going to do it. Yeah. And I was wrong. Yeah. And I learned, I know that now. But back then, like, don't get me wrong, like, I still have a delicious sexual appetite. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know. You hear that, guys? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I find men wildly exciting. Yeah. And, but not in the way that I don't want to just do that and leave them and hurt them anymore, you know. It's yeah. not, it has to be a mutual thing. It has to be. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just very different. And, um. So yeah, that was my first experience with it. And it's still so like, even talking about it, like now I'm chill, but just telling you that first bit. Yeah, it like, gets your heart going. Because it? I remember it yeah. so, like it was yesterday. I have a similar like story of how I felt when I went to the GP and how I had had a plan of what I was going to say. Literally everything, almost word by word of what you've just said. Yeah. Of like how you felt and what happened, happened to me when I went to the GP to like get a prescription for antidepressants. I'd already been to, had therapy. My therapist had, had pushed me to go to the GP. Yeah. And that was so scary. And I burst out crying and nothing came out right. And I was like, she's not going to like what I'm thinking the way I am isn't as bad as somebody else in in like other situations like trying to compare myself and like push my feelings down as if it what didn't matter or are they gonna believe me yeah because they've heard other people's stories that are way worse than mine or whatever I just you you make it like in my own head it's like the situation I was like well when you say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous, right? Yeah. But it is such a problem. Yeah. And I was just so in the headspace of thinking, well, what is anyone going to say to that? Oh, I can't stop having sex with men. Oh, poor you. Yeah. Sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, but it is, you know? Yeah. Because of what it what it meant, the reason how I got there. Yeah. And that, that behaviour was just pure anger and frustration and um, this yeah. desperate fight to just claw back some fucking power. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. And it's just that things come out like that of yeah. like not being able to stop having sex with men. That like that's a that's the result of, of all of these things that you don't know how to deal with. Yeah. No and one teaches you how to deal with no, them. They yeah. were they were still going on at that point. But from other people, like I was still being put in these situations of abuse. And I didn't even realise. Yeah. And I think I was so angry that I was still somehow letting it happen. Yeah. And that's the only way I could think, I guess at the time, it was the only way I could think like, oh yeah, that's, that'll fix it. That's <laughs> <laughs> the I had a nice time. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. Like, it was fun. But it just didn't fix anything. It just, it hurt people. And that's not fair. Like, yeah. it's not fair to then try and do the same thing back. To, it's not that I did the same thing back, but to act that way and to to be a douchebag really is just not. 
Yeah. It's not the way to go about it. Yeah. And I know that now. And I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you've gone you've gone to therapy and Yeah, I've been in and out of therapy several yeah. times and I'm not in it anymore, but it kind of got to the point with my last therapist where she was like, it was almost like she was like, well, you've completed it. <laughs> <laughs> you've completed therapy. She's like, well, well what more is it? Like, yeah. And I'm like, but I'm not ready to like let you go yet. You know, like it was like, oh, but, 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 but. And honestly, like since that was way back, that was like over a year ago now, mm. I've not felt the need to have that. Yeah. I'm not saying I've completed it. Don't get me wrong. At some point I might, you know, something might happen. I might be triggered here, there or whatever. And I'll be like, oh my god, like I thought this was resolved, but it's not resolved. But yeah. um we got to the point where she was like, I've I've, I've taught you well. You know, <laughs> I was dealing with things the way that yeah. were healthy, and then and she was like, Well, you don't you don't necessarily need me right now. And I think it was just like a little like my armbands. I don't yeah. wanna I didn't want to cut them off yet. Yeah. I was spending all your this money. It was your yeah. safety net. Yeah, and then I was like, but what if next week something happens? You know, well, yeah. I've taught you how to deal with it. Yeah. So you, I believe that you're in a position now that you'll, like, be able to be like emotionally mature enough to to deal with this in the right way. Like mm. you have the tools. You're doing all the right things. Yeah. So off you go. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like I haven't since I had that last session. Like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And I, I'm like, oh, don't get me wrong. There's been some horrific things that have happened, but the way that I have de- dealt with them is so different to how i would have dealt with them before yeah i have been so calm and understanding in the face of like absolute dickheads yeah the level of patience that i have like i'm not all the time don't get me wrong when i'm driving jesus but (laughs) in terms of like that emotional connection with someone when someone's really hurt you to be able to really just respectfully go do you know what you you've overstepped my boundaries yeah and and we've had this discussion and you're not listening yeah. to my needs and we've agreed upon them and you're still not yeah. doing that. So I have to now remove myself from the situation. Yeah. Like I only learned how to set boundaries with people like a year ago. I didn't even know what that was. This whole like, do you know what? It's okay to say no to people. Yeah. And if someone, if someone hurts your feelings or you don't like something, like it's okay to say that. Yeah. If you don't want to, have sex with someone like you can say no yeah you don't have to please everyone all the time and i was like what what do you, what do you mean <laughs> what's this what's the word like, no <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you sure yeah. you know and i remember having the conversations due the first lockdown with my friends and like i was like guys i've learned about boundaries and they're like yeah and i'm like no but like you know you can say no and they're like <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, but I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Like, obviously I knew you could, but I didn't know how. But that comes from also, that that is, like, linked so much to your, what you were saying before about how you used to live your life of, like, that you dated this one guy on Tinder and you were with him for a year and a half and you didn't even like him because you thought that you were supposed to get married, have kids and do all this stuff that you're supposed to do. Yeah. Isn't it? It, it like, it all... It all comes under that you same thing. You put up thing. with it all because you think you're supposed to. And now I learn that actually, if people aren't living up to your expect, like you're, it's okay to have expectations in a relationship. Yeah. And if that person doesn't meet them, then it's okay to move on. Yeah. You don't have to put up with the things that make you upset. Yeah. Because it's detrimental to your mental health. And I didn't know that. 
no one told me. Like, <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I just thought, well, you know, everyone has arguments. Everyone's got things they don't like. And of course you have arguments and stuff, but there's having arguments and then there's like, not even really liking the person you're with, mm. you know, just going along with it and losing your entire life and your entire identity and everything you liked about yourself mm. to someone else because you thought that that's just the way that it is. Like, it's, yeah. it's really not. Yeah. It's really, really not, man. And like, since then, like, you know, I, as soon as there's a red flag that pops up and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, no, 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 come on, we learned this. We say no. Yeah. <laughs> like, and now I'm like, look, you know, like I remember... I came out of a relationship and I was talking about like I went on a couple of dates and I started to feel myself being like oh I don't really like this guy but I don't really know and I'm like come on now you can tell them that you don't like them that's okay yeah and I'm like oh I'm in my own head I'm having this on like this conversation with myself and I'm like but what if they get mad yeah because straight away my natural reaction is they're gonna get mad they're gonna kick off yeah and you're gonna be in trouble if you say you don't like them you don't want to do what they want to do yeah because that's been my experience and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So I really built myself up, right? So I went on a date with this guy, I went for a walk, and I didn't really like him. Yeah. Like, he was nice, but I just, well, there was no connection. And I'm like, right, okay. This is a big deal to me to then say, that, say to that person, look, you know, like, really appreciate that time spent, but I wouldn't, I don't want to see you again because I just didn't feel like that was there. Yeah. And I'm sat there for, like, hours, like, writing out his text message, like, you know, like, really thinking about it. And then I sent it, and I was like... And he took it really well. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, I feel so good now. Yeah. And I went on the walk with my friends and I was like, guys, like I said no to this guy and I didn't really want to date him. And like I said no and, and like I feel so good about it. And they're like, yeah. And so then I practiced, which sounds bizarre, but like I went on a bunch of dates because obviously I still like men. Yeah. <laughs> which we've established. <laughs> um, but like, and then I was like, okay, so, you know, some of them might be good and some of them might not be. And like, this is now a good like time to practice all of the stuff I've learned about like yeah. what I want and what I, what you know boundary setting and if someone doesn't meet my needs and whatever like yeah and then I just I did it a couple times and I was like okay this isn't so bad like no one's getting mad like no one's like hunting me down and <laughs> and then that was it like now I kind of I'm like straight up like if you know if, if you're with someone and it's wicked like amazing but if if they don't fulfill the stuff that you want from a person if they don't you know they don't treat you the way that you think you deserve to or want to be treated yeah then like it's absolutely okay to walk away from it in fact i advocate it yeah walk away from it you'll feel so good for it it's amazing walk away set boundaries dig in the dirt in the mud yeah and just go you know (laughs) what like yeah you go well we set these boundaries and we've agreed upon them and if you overstep them i remember then like the next lesson being like what do you do when someone oversteps your boundaries yeah and i was like (laughs) and i'm sat there i'm like uh like messaging my therapist like okay so he's he's done the thing that we agreed that he wouldn't do like relapse right yeah. he took a load of drugs again and i was like that's bad that's really bad like got uh, probably shouldn't say the whole story but it was bad okay and yeah. i was just like okay so you've really overset my boundaries but what do i do now so yeah. i learned how to set them but i didn't learn then how to do like how the repercussion with it, it and yeah go, after do I completely walk away? Like, da da da. And then I had to like, uh, like learn all of that. Yeah. In my like late twenties of how to set like repercussions of someone breaking boundaries. Yeah. Which is nuts. I think I just like, oh wow, like, how have I gone my whole life and not known how to do that? Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, well if they do it, you've got options. You can either say, well, you know, I'm going to take some time away from this. I'm going to walk away and just 
get my head together and we'll talk about this when you know how maybe we can move forward or you can just leave yeah and that's okay yeah and i'm like wow that's crazy. amazing yeah <laughs> it's so does that make you feel empowered it makes me feel a lot more relaxed yeah yeah because before i think i felt pressure to stay in situations that i didn't want to be in yeah and now i know that I think I've learned like a new level of respect for myself as well. I've sort of sat myself down and been like, you you do actually bring a little goodness to the table. Yeah. And like, if you, I think I used to feel bad for wanting to feel respected. Yeah. And now I don't. And now I think there are people out there that are going to respect you. They're going to treat you well. And, you know, if someone, you're with someone and they're not doing that, it's okay to bin that person off because there will be someone out there that will will give you those things and it's okay to want that and i think i maybe just didn't think i deserved it or just maybe didn't even think it existed i think i just was so surrounded by like relationships i didn't even want to be in that i didn't even know that you could be with a person that would respect you yeah you know you've just because you've gone through the same thing over and over and over you didn't think that there was just anything else yourself, yeah yeah so i just thought well, that's just the way that it is isn't it so you yeah. just find the best of the worst and you think how many people there must be that who think like that who haven't had the opportunity to acknowledge themselves in a way that you had yeah like oh i'm really miserable okay so why didn't you leave oh well you know it's not that easy and and I guess maybe not all the time it isn't that easy, but then it's like people will just put up with stuff because you're right, maybe they just haven't learned that That they worth can more say no and, and that they, they're yeah. worth more and that they can respect themselves more than the person who they're with oh, but, respects oh, them. Oh, I won't find anyone. You will. Oh, my God, you will. There, there are so, so many, many people. The <laughs> yeah, there are so many people out there. I promise you now yeah. that you will find someone that treats you the way that you deserve to be treated. Do you think that like links quite a lot into self love though? Like having that love for yourself, isn't it? Yeah. That respect and love for yourself and knowledge that you of what you deserve. I still think people, not all, not all people. I don't want to like say, but like. I, I think there's a stigma around self-love. Yeah. I think it can sometimes be kind of like mixed up with, you know, like people, oh, you're com- like being too confident and stuff. And I'm like, no, dude, man, like if anyone's going to have my back, it should be me. Yeah. Like how many people like go to the mirror every day and like they hate themselves. And like, I don't want to change this. I want to change that. Like what's so bad with going, hey, do you know what? Like you're all right. You're, you're doing okay. Yeah. You know, and I think people are so threatened by people that sit in that stance because they don't have it. Yeah. Because whenever I've brought it up before with people and kind of like been like, yeah, man, like, I'm all right, actually. I'm prime real estate. You know? <laughs> and like, I deserve this. And they're a bit like, whoa, hang on a minute. Like, yeah. call it off They a get bit. their backs up. And I'm like, well, but why? Instead of being like, have... own it. Yeah, yeah, go you. No That's amazing. That. And we talk about it and I go, well, well, why do you feel that way? you know why like what is wrong with that yeah. oh well you know like blah 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 and i'm like but but like isn't it more healthy to like to have to to appreciate yourself than to not at all yeah you know oh well i get and then like at the end of the conversation they're like oh yeah i guess you're right actually like 
you know, and I'm just like, it's we're, we're surrounded by the, the world, let's face it, thrives on like, that's how we sell stuff is people thinking they need to better themselves all the time yeah. with this product, that product. And I think it's like sewn into us that we aren't good enough. That's yeah. how people sell stuff. Yeah. But what about if we sit there and we go, actually, you are good enough? Yeah. I think that can be quite threatening towards people and it shouldn't be. Yeah. Because you're all good enough. You sit there and go, well, no, you should feel that about yourself too. And I can feel that about me. And therefore, yeah. I can then set the limit and go, well, this is what I believe I deserve. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That is totally fine. It's amazing. Yeah. And then you can spend a lot of your time doing all your favourite things. Yeah, I'm a lot more relaxed now. I'm yeah. not worried about like missing out on anything. Because you're not overthinking all this stuff in your head. I'm not worried about the boys running out. <laughs> I'm not worried about like... I'm not... I'm not worried about the time that I'm not going to be able to date. <laughs> I'm not worried about... Um... Yeah, because I just think that actually like what I've got now is so much more beautiful and it's so much more happy and honest and yeah. the people that I spend my time with are just the best and... You know, when, if, whoever comes along, whatever, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Because I think you're, 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 you bring enough to the table. You bring more than enough to the table, Ems. So when that person comes along and they're on that, and then that's great. But if they're not there for now, like, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. don't stress on it. And I think I used to stress on it because I didn't know what I brought to the table. Yeah. And I'm scrambling around trying to work out why it is that people wanted to be around me. And I never really knew why because I always thought it was just a physical thing. Yeah. I always thought the only thing I brought to the table was a physical thing. And now I realise that it's not, you know, like there are other stuff. People are around me for other reasons. And I can acknowledge that and I'm not scared anymore like time's not running out like i yeah. don't need to collect men i don't need to do all of that bad behavior because i can just like breathe a bit more i think yeah. i'm more confident in myself as i'm just like you know whatever's for you is going to come and up until that point you just have a lovely time in the mud yeah <laughs> <laughs> like we used to do in the nursery yeah. digging in the corner yeah. under the tree <laughs> when uh, there was no care in the world you know like it's funny isn't it yeah. Oh, I've made a full circle. <laughs> it is though, but that's the thing. People people try and live and be something that they're not and that they're expected to be and live an adult life. Uh, but like, you're not like, life is for living and having fun and enjoying yourself. And you're not going to, as you said earlier, you're not going to get to, you've spoken to people who are like, older and what was something that you've loved about your life and they've said to you just having fun and yeah. like you don't get to your deathbed and care about the money that you still have in your bank account because you haven't spent any of it like you had a really good time with your mates yeah it was a wild ride yeah. and that's exactly where I want to get to yeah is to look back and just think oh god that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps one day your child, if you have one, will go to nursery and they will tell their, <laughs> their friends what they did at the weekend. And yeah. it will be. <laughs> <laughs> Just with my mum digging, digging holes in the ground. <laughs> with all our mates who drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where this all started off before when um, we weren't really recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just me being worried about if i did ever have kids like what they're gonna say to their teacher about the stuff that i do 
yeah but i think that's cool and if you know when i meet kids now like you know i've got some friends that have got kids and they're all their kids are in the skate park and they're riding bikes and they're doing all this and i'm like yes i love that yeah it's such a beautiful thing they bring them like to events and you know their kids are just as stoked as like we are about riding their bikes and i just think that's awesome man like actually like if i was at school and like one of the kids came in and like yeah i was with my dad all weekend and we went to skate premiere and then we went skating for the week and i'd be like oh man like i want to be you yeah (laughs) for sure i think that's such a beautiful thing yeah it's amazing yeah absolutely incredible to to have that and to like know that you can go and have the best time ever and people will want to be doing it too and i think you know there's a massive thing about like whatever you give off you draw in as well you know and i think that energy yeah 100 percent. and i think i've done a lot of cutting out of bad energy yeah cut out a lot of friends that were you know and that and that's another boundary setting thing as well you know oh, yeah big. Boundaries. we learned i learned how to break up with boys and then i was like um how is it you break up with friends yeah <laughs> is it the it's same big process thing. like it's hard we don't talk about it and people were almost like oh well I you know maybe just don't internal battle about that yeah like maybe just don't see him as much and i'm like yeah but i wouldn't have done that with a boy yeah i wouldn't have gone oh oh yeah well uh i'll just i'll just see him once a month like no you just go do you know what like <laughs> Your energy isn't matching my energy. Yeah. Um, so it's not really working out. So let's cut that So let's just part ways. Yeah. But like people are like, you can't do that with friends. And I'm like, yes, you can. It's the same it thing. It feels great. It does feel great. It does feel great. I am on the same wavelength as you as that. Good energy only. And that's that. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us. That's all you need to take away is good energy only. <laughs> And set your boundaries. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. We learned something today. <laughs> Have you enjoyed? Yeah, chatting? no, it's been good. I feel like sometimes, like, I feel like you've had a real insight to my brain. Yeah. These little tangents I go on. Like, I'll be talking about one thing and then I'll get real excited. And I'm like, oh, yeah, then there's this. But no, it's cool. It's nice to say stuff. Um, I hope I've not hurt anyone's feelings. To the boys out there, hearts have broken. <laughs> um, I've learned a lot, and and um, yeah, I'm not a perfect human by any stretch of the imagination, and I, I know that now. Um, probably never will be, but I've learned, and I'm trying to better behaviour. So I think that's yeah. So when I, you say it out loud, and you're like, wow, it does make you realise like how different you've become, yeah, you know? and how that the way that I was acting before. Um, you know, even just saying it out loud to you then, like, there was a few things that I, like, dawned on me, like, because I don't really say stuff out loud often, but just yeah. saying it to you then, I was like, wow, that makes sense now. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's cool. I think it's always good to talk about this stuff to the people that you can t- and feel comfortable talking about it with, because I think these are the things where you end up learning so much about the way you act, why you acted that way, and, like, that's how you progress forward, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so good to talk about it, keep it out in the open and not not shut it away in that box that's going to then explode yeah. one day. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for coming to my room. Yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm in your room, so <laughs> thanks for having me. Thank thanks for having here. me. Um, and we'll do this again sometime soon, yeah? <laughs> I'll, be, uh, I'll be here a week. <laughs> okay, ciao for now, brown cows. See you next time. <laughs> 
thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode as you could probably tell we had an incredible time recording it um i think you should definitely go check emily out at emily maincock on instagram she's amazing i will put her links in the bio below she is now working at phoenix bike park so go to phoenix bike park for sure and you can probably say hi um okay big love